The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West and Fabio and Alicia Keys and Playboy Cardi. My name's Chris Lambert. <laughs> and my name's Travis Bean. And what do you think? Is that a new potential intro we can do every time? I think it flows really well. Mm. I, uh, I say go for it. It really limits the songs we can talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's a, it, like you said, it's a great intro. Like You kind of have to run with it. You know, it shows that we're not just talking about Yay 24-7, which... Yeah. Sometimes we get accused of, you know, but we're talking about Ye, Fabio, Alicia Keys, Playboy Cardi, C. Yeah. We're diverse. It'll be nice to not only dick ride for Kanye, but for three other people as well. <laughs> uh, uh, that's for all the Twitter users out there who knows what that's about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I don't even want to. I don't even want to go into that topic, actually. I'm, I'm sad I brought it up. Yeah, it's some inside baseball. <laughs> okay uh no but we're talking about city of gods yeah which a little late the song came out <laughs> when like february something or other yeah we uh i don't know why we were so late and i thought maybe we would even wait on it because city of gods is on donda 2 maybe but like who knows when donda 2 is going to be out so we better just talk about the song now yeah, I mean, we usually talk about the single or like features as they release. Just, you know, it's worth doing a, a little bit of episode on a little bit of coverage mm -hmm. of. But it was surprising when this ended up making the Donda 2 track list, because <laughs> as we talked about in our like Donda 2 Miami version uh -huh. uh, podcast, you were saying like, yay in this verse says that it's the feature <laughs> of the year. But if it's on his album, does that mean he's a feature on his own album? And does he now have the yeah. best feature on his own album? He has the best feature. Like, because <laughs> people always argue, like, what's the best feature in a Kanye album? Is it Rick Ross? Is it Jay-Z? Is it Nicki Minaj? No, it's Kanye. Like, he's finally <laughs> won the battle. It's the most Kanye thing he could have possibly done. 1,000%. <laughs> I love 1, it. 1,000%. Yeah, so we'll see if this ends up actually being on Donda 2, which... I would feel like, I don't know if I should care anyway about it, but it seems like it could be a huge song for Fabio, right? Mm. And for it to be on his album is fantastic, but his album isn't out yet. Right. So it's the kind of thing, like, if Donda 2 drops tomorrow, does this kind of steal a little bit of the the thunder from the lead single of Fabio's album? Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. I, I would think if it's on Donda 2, like, maybe it's a different... <clears throat> 
version. I don't know if it would have like new verses or anything. Maybe it would just sound different. But um, yeah, I, I do like that about this song. Like it, even though it sounds like off the grid, which is a Kanye song, it feels more like a five EO song. Um, like it, like if it was big and it was a big New York song, like you know Empire State of Mind, like, like Jay Z, like that's a huge moment for five EO and like. I don't know. I've just been like rooting for Fabio ever since the Don Two show. <laughs> like he's just jumping around, like yelling his lines, even though everything's like out of sync. <laughs> and he's just like having a good time. Like you could tell this moment's huge for him to be working this closely with Kanye. It's and he has a lot of Kanye energy in this song. So yeah, to me, this is just Fabio's song. And if Kanye wants to slap it on the end of Don Two just to promote Fabio, like hey, more power to him. <laughs> Right, but yeah, he just makes it like song one on his album, <laughs> and changes feature of the year to, uh, I don't know, Fabio had the feature of the year or something like that. Like makes yeah. it his song. Yeah, just like I am establishing dominance here. <laughs> uh, but City of Gods, I uh, I don't know. Did you have a, an initial reaction to it? Okay, so it dropped on February 11th, which was the mm-hmm. day that I I met Ye. Oh, wow. So it's a, this is a, a special song for you in a way. A little momentous, you know, a little <laughs> momentous. Um, uh, I remember I was in Los Angeles and just like ended up, we we're at a friend's place and just being like, hey, wait, I need f- four minutes. I'll be right back. And just like went and put my headphones on and listened to it real fast. Yeah. And I was just like, cool. And then went about the rest of my day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did a reaction video when it came out on on YouTube. So people, if they really want to see my initial reaction, they can go see it. Um, but I think my, when I first listened to it, like, all right, mm. I, I, just to preface everything, I really do like this song a lot and I'm excited to talk about it. I will say that when I first started listening to it, it's, and maybe this is why I'm saying it's not really a Kanye song because I like pretty much every single Kanye song, like from the get go. Um, this kind of song isn't always my favorite. Like Alicia Keys is like undoubtedly talented, um, and both Fabio and Kanye have great verses. But it's one of those songs. It's like mostly rapping. Um, I know that sounds bad for somebody who's hosting like a hip hop theme content uh, podcast, but it, like I, I like a lot of the nuance and playfulness of Kanye songs and that isn't so much dominated by just the rapping and kind of like this yelling anthemic courses, courses, you know, um, there, there are just elements on the surface that I'm like, when I first listened to it, like maybe I'm not super into, but the more I listen to it and the more I dig into the lyrics, the more I realize that it's actually a really deep song and it's doing quite a bit. Uh, so initial reaction was so, so, but over time I've, grown to really love it and now i'm i'm shouting alongside alicia keys the entire time <laughs> and to put some of what you're saying in context of like the rapping is it the thing that always like sells you on the song it's like lost in the world is often like your number one kanye song right which right like you you like the rapping portions but you like that it's has these other aspects to it that right. go beyond just the just the verse right where something like off the grid was it your favorite song on donda you would put something like remote control like that's doing a bit more of what's interesting to you yeah it's uh sorry i kind of missed a little bit of what you just said because i uh i have several 
tabs pulled up on my computer and the chain smoker song new york city just started playing really loudly oh. <laughs> which uh i don't know but so wait you, you, what were you saying about remote control sorry <laughs> that like off the grid is it one of your favorite tracks on donda oh, because yeah. a lot of what that song's doing is just in the power of the verses yeah, yeah where yeah. something like remote control doesn't necessarily have like the power of the verses right it's like all these other aspects that kind of uh appeal to right. you so I'm, I'm mostly speaking of these songs like sonically and just like kind of a gut reaction to them uh, but you know what we do in the show we do lyrical analysis we dig in like there's a lot more to dig into if a song like off the grid and i did grow to love it after we talked about it so as i spent more time with city of gods like i kind of realized the nuances of it and the depth and uh just how kind of like loving and vulnerable the song is uh, like all together it, it it brings out a really powerful positive message i think about like self-empowerment and and finding your place in this world and how you motivate people it's it's cool everything it's doing you talk about the the vulnerability right it's like you look at the chorus of run this and uh, not run this town wow <laughs> run this that's town. It's that's a great song, song and i'd love to talk about it that is not the song that i wanted uh empire state of mind yeah. right which is what this what city of gods is most commonly uh, compared to mm -hmm. and it's like you look at the chorus of that and it's in new york uh concrete jungle where dreams are made of there's nothing you can't do now you're in new york these streets will make you feel brand new big lights will inspire you let's hear it for new york right <laughs> it's very aspirational inspirational it's uplifting aggrandizing kind of idealistic mm. and then you compare that to new york city please go easy on me tonight like, please go easy on this heart of mine because I'm losing my lover to the arms of another. Please go easy on me. And that really is getting at that kind of vulnerability, right? So both are like anthems about the city. Right. But in that Jay-Z vein, the one is very much like, let's be awesome, right? Let's like <laughs> yeah, right. be the best. Let's like be inspired. There's just that kind of we can do anything mindset that it feels so kind of at the core of Jay-Z's discography right. uh, and brand as a rapper, where, yeah, Please Go Easy On Me Tonight is getting at this vulnerability, this emotional like component to things, right. and kind of summarizes where Ye's at right now. With, <laughs> Weirdly, like, yeah. Yeah, he's losing like Kim to someone else. I mean, yeah. he had already... Like, technically, she had divorced him before dating someone else, but he's still going through that emotion of, like, yeah, I'm dealing with my ex-wife dating someone for the first time, and it's weighing on me, and I could use, like, the city, the world, like, showing some compassion in that way. Yeah. Um, it, it's great because, I mean, Alicia Keys' part is, like, it's so openly vulnerable. Like, it's not hiding it at all. And because it's so open like that, it, it becomes an integral part of the song. And you can't help but shake those words as you're <laughs> listening to the five years verse, which is going kind of hard and is a bit antagonistic, but ultimately like hopeful to accomplish something like these other living legends, these other legends from New York have like Biggie and, well, I guess people like Jay and Nas and then legends who have passed on like pop and Biggie, like taking on like the helm and like 
and being that kind of force in New York City. Um, you, you, again, the whole time I'm thinking like, well, I'm thinking of Alicia Keys chorus and like how she's calling for love and like asking for people to understand like <clears throat> how that can be mixed in with this like greater plight. Um, and then you have Connie coming in and and expanding it a bit and talking about how like he, he is constantly self-empowered. Like he, he infuses himself into everything he does. Like he's boasting his ego and his presence. Um, and then again, how that call for love mixes in with that. Like the whole song becomes this like rounded uh, call for just like, like understand who I am, who I want to be. And at the same time, I'm recognizing others and like how I can be a force to them. Like it's this resounding call for love. <laughs> it presented in a way that's maybe not obvious when you first listen to it. Yeah. I mean, I could see some people just feeling like there's too much contrast between the two. Like, oh, like, please go easy on me. Like, this is a, a vulnerable, emotional, like, heartbreak song. I want to see that reflected in the verses in some way. And you right. don't necessarily get that. Where, like, the verses on Empire State of Mind fit in with the chorus. So it feels right. like, it feels very of one. But I think as you're saying, there's this, like, the the tension between what the verses are saying and how they're expressing it versus the chorus kind of creates this uh, dynamic quality between the two that allows you to kind of fill the distance between right. with some thoughts, with some other emotions and start to look at it as a little more than just like, we're the best, but also yeah. there's this like request, there's this awareness of what's going on. Yeah, I think that contrast, as you're saying, is really key because it, while it is this call for love and like it, it's ultimately a positive song, I think, and and what it's like yearning for, it's also kind of a realistic song because when you listen to Alicia Keys' courses, like at the very beginning, it's piano heavy, like it's fully her. And then by the time she comes back in after Fabio is introduced, her voice is really buried. Like you can't hear the piano anymore. There are these really chaotic synths happening. And that call for love feels a little lost and a little more hopeless. Like I'm losing my lover to the arms of another. And it isn't until the very end that the piano is coming back in. And it's like, she's got that full voice again. And this call for like, please go easy on me. Like this, this hopefulness that you can finally get there. It, it, it all there is a musical journey on this song that it, it, there's a it reveals like a heaviness to everything being discussed so it isn't just this lovey-dovey like oh like please love me. it's it's this uh it, i think it's just real in that way like sometimes you don't feel loved <laughs> sometimes you <laughs> feel alone especially in a place like new york city where there are like 10 million people um it it's tough to make it in this world you know yeah it's getting that dynamic of the the I am going to make it, but then also the dynamic of the I feel lonely sometimes, like I need comfort and care. Yeah. I really like that range. And that's one of the reasons the song has grown on me. When I first heard it, I did have kind of a, my reaction was just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Instead of being as like, oh my goodness, I need to come back to this. Yeah. It, it did seem like it had a, a little more of like, off the grid pop version like off the grid light in some ways which mm. i feel is kind of a reductive way of putting it but right. you have a similar beat 
which is the the drill production right Right. uh two off the grid and of course with favio and yay and cardi (laughs) all being involved it does feel very off the grid in that way but like favio's verse is different even if like maybe sometimes the flow can be the same for both yay and favio um there's entirely different content and entirely different lyrical focus yeah. between the two tracks, which as I've been listening to city of gods, I've been appreciating more and the ways in which it does differentiate itself from off the grid. So I've been appreciating that though. The other comparison that this song has had for me, and we discussed this a little bit off the air yesterday mm-hmm. is off. Uh, wow. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> is lift off. It reminds me of liftoff <laughs> and you were really, I necess- still do not agree with that. Yeah. You don't, you don't agree with that. And to me, the reason it reminds me of liftoff is because you have Alicia keys and Beyonce in similar roles of being these like powerhouse vocalists that are delivering these like huge vocals uh, yeah. to the song and that the vocals do kind of feel, uh, they're anthemic in that way of they have their kind of like subject matter focus and repeat it almost verbatim each time you're getting that chorus and that the song is chorus heavy right within the first 30 seconds you get alicia keys doing that chorus twice um and within the first like two minutes of the song you've had the chorus hitting three times i would say that's normal with most songs yes <laughs> three times in the first like minute 30 hmm. yeah maybe maybe not most sounds but plenty of sounds yeah but it's something i guess with just like how the the energy of the vocals like it's something that they kind of feel elongated like the chorus kind of dominates in some ways as well okay Though fabio's yeah. fabio's verse being as long as it is and that's a major difference to me like my main complaint about liftoff is the <laughs> it's well documented yeah, the huge disparity <laughs> in time that beyonce's chorus gets versus uh-huh. the verses so it's like yay's first verse i think is like 15 seconds or something <laughs> and or like less than that maybe yeah, and right. then you get his bridge and you get maybe 30 seconds And then Jay's verse is really short as well. I think it's like 16 seconds. So Mm -hmm. in total, you have something like 35 seconds worth of content from Jay-Z and Ye, or like 40 seconds worth of content from Jay-Z and Ye, and three minutes worth of content from (laughs) Beyonce. (laughs) I love that this episode has just turned into liftoff back. You always find a way. I find a way. I find a way. Well, and this was one of my struggles initially with the song was that I was thinking about it in terms of liftoff because it's the first song in a while especially in like yay's discography where i was just like liftoff this reminds me of liftoff (laughs) um but that main difference of like fabio's verse being as long as it is and then yay's verse being like as long as it is that's what's missing from liftoff for me like if yay was delivering (laughs) this like great verse on that song that has some depth to it or some length to it yeah then right. i'd be okay with the fact that we have so many of the the beyonce choruses repeating um and then that's the other big change in liftoff it's the same chorus every time 
but here you do get a bit of difference right like the first chorus from alicia is just like new york city please go easy on me like tonight please go easy on this heart of mine and the second time we get because i'm losing my lover to the arms of another just that little bit of extension then the third time repeats that and then the last time we get it you have that whole breakdown that she delivers and there's a different vocal like performance of the chorus where you never get that on liftoff. It's just like copy and paste <laughs> three or four times, which I, infuriates me. I, I can't believe this is what the episodes turned into. <laughs> I yeah. guess I should have suspected it. Um, I mean, that's obviously that's the way a lot is coming out here about how you feel about liftoff. Uh, yes. I don't know. It's hard to say like what I disagree with because i think i just disagree <laughs> on a macro level like to me they're just completely different songs liftoff is like it's a hype song you hear that chorus over and over because like they're about to take the fuck off there's gonna be a countdown and a rocket's gonna launch except and, they like, canceled the, way... the countdown because they've the... run out of fuel beyonce's fuck? beyonce's chorus is like very pop oriented while uh alicia keys is like it's like a ballad and her and alicia keys's voice gets buried purposely like Beyonce's voice it, uh, goes through the roof purposely. Like it's, I guess I just think the songs are doing very different things. Comparing Alicia Keys and Beyonce doesn't make sense to me on like a fundamental level, uh, especially oh, as man. you said, because Kanye and Fabio are rapping for a really long time and Jay and Kanye are not purposely because the song's meant to be doing something specific and not have a long verse of lots of ideas conveyed. So uh, I guess that's it. it, it in a short <laughs> condensed uh snippet that's my general reaction to everything you said not that that's <laughs> not that that's the purpose and focus of this episode at all but one day it will be and it'll be a titanic <laughs> battle of much well, debate the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'd like to go back in time to about probably 10 minutes ago when we were talking about the, the song. Um, and address what you said about how Kanye and Fabio's verses are really different, um, in, in, in terms of their like subject matter, um, which I from I really, off the grid. What what about off the grid? That's what I meant. Like their oh, subject you matter is very different. Oh, yeah, right, right, in right. comparison to their verses on off the grid. Ah, uh, oh, I see. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right about that. Well, I w I did want to talk a little bit about just like what Fabio's doing on his part, and then what Kanye's doing on his part, because mm -hmm. I really like. Like, this is sampling or interpolating that song by the Chainsmokers. Um, and that chorus is sung by Victoria Zora. Is that her name? God, it's a badass name. I don't know anything about the Chainsmokers. Uh, I don't either. I listened to the song and I actually really love her voice. Um, I do not like where the Chainsmokers come in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like, I guess I just don't like that kind of clubby music or whatever. I don't know what you'd call it, um, but it sounds great. Um, but in that song, like it, there's not a lot. There's, there's not like there are a lot of lyrics. It's a very like slice of life, simple song and about somebody who's 
just experiencing heartache and they've lost this person to the arms of somebody else and um, how that kind of loneliness can feel gargantuan in a city with that many people um, and how you could look around and like hope you don't see that face of that person amongst these people. I, it, it's it's an interesting song. It's not doing a ton lyrically, but I, I like how the five year song really expands upon it and really gives more definition to like what a city is or what the city represents, especially the city he's from and the kind of like repping for. Um, it's like this song's not just about New York City, but the space you reside in. Uh, it's the place where like your heroes made music and where your friends have died. You you have a lot to live up to. Um, and you have this kinship with that space that is like having a kinship with yourself. It's like, it's in this space. You can focus on what you value, surround yourself with the right people and push past anything. And in the end, you can become somebody that motivates people. It, but the song is also about like the struggle of doing that and how hard that is and how many people are in your way <laughs> and how tough it can be when, you know, uh, Alicia Keys chorus again, like the vulnerability that comes in, like how, how you can feel lost or betrayed or that you've like, you, you've lost that sense of kinship. Uh, and then Kanye comes in and is kind of like the king of his space. Like he's the antithesis a little bit where he's like showing five year the way, like, he's recounting like the past and saying like uh i go back to college do an album and drop out again he's like this is how i did it it fucking worked and i would do it again that way you know <laughs> it it's cool yeah. how they contrast each other in that way like it's fabio's starting to feel like a little mini yay <laughs> yeah, he is he is on his like come up right like yeah. and he's talking about like this is this is his city now like i mean that's his initial thesis statement right yeah like pop was the king of New York. Now I'm the guy in charge. Like so, he's laying this out here, but also defining in a lot of ways of what the city is, the dangers of it, the ups and downs, the highs and the lows, and then having that line near the end of like you will not survive being too soft. Also puts into context that like New York City, please go easy on me tonight, because as much as like you have that energy of like I'm the tough person, I can do this thing there's still that degree of like opposite to where sometimes you do just need, yeah, <laughs> you right. need, you need a break. And you can also hear it as like the voice of somebody that can't keep up with like yeah. Fabio and can't run with the rest of everybody else and be part of this lifestyle. Like it's not for everyone. And those are the people that are also saying like, please go easy on me. Mm-hmm. So it like, maybe in a little bit of contrast to our earlier discussion about what that means, the vulnerability it brings in the chorus. Mm. There's also something to be said about how you don't have yay and Fabio kind of, they're embodying the opposite of that. Like they don't need the city to go easy on them because like they can live up to the like expectations of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and on top of that, like, I also like that Kanye, he's bringing in stuff like they ain't do four years in college, but they do 25 to life, like mm-hmm. kind of recognizing the sad reality of what it, this city or this world is like for most people. I think that's a cool thing the song does is like using New York <laughs> City as the setting. I mean, New York City is the world, like it's the land of opportunity. So many different kinds of people are there like being in this one space it's not like being from bloomington illinois like i was or where are you from canton 
Canal Fulton, Travis. Canal Fulton. <laughs> How dare I? Um, like, New York City represents, like, everybody that can be in this world, like, all coming together and living in one spot. Um, and so it becomes this sort of encapsulation of just just making it in general. And and there's a lot of crime and there's a lot of disparity and and struggle in New York City. And being able to make it there, like, that's tough. And uh, Connie's, like, recognizing that and bringing in just, like, how tough it can be. And, uh, again, giving weight to, like, what Alicia Keys has talked about. Like, everything is so fucking hard. Um, and the solid is just trying to, like, show you that, like, you know, there are other people like you. Like, you can do it. Like, it, it's, like, kind of the undertone of the song without being overtly that, which I like. When that like specific line also comes with like characterizing the the drillers, the shooters, which you have the the duality there of I'm with the drillers that come with the night, the drillers being slang for shooters. Right. So it's like I'm with these shooters that come with the night, which is like a hard line. <laughs> um but also like I'm with the drill artists, right? It was since this is a drill song, he's with Fabio. So you have a little bit of that donda-esque duality to the line of uh, like associating with street life right. but also recontextualizing street life into something about music and then you get that with they ain't do four years in college but they'll do 25 to life which is kind of like yeah these guys like they're not about the the academic they'll go like they don't have the patience for school but they have the patience for like doing time because they're those kinds of guys like they don't need the city to go easy on them like the city needs them to go easy on it kind of thing. So you do have that like degree of duality, right? It's establishing mm -hmm. this sense of toughness while also getting into this idea of like, yeah, there are kids that like won't go to college, but they're more comfortable with going to jail. And what does that say? Yeah. I, it, it is. It's like, it's like Kanye's God. This is, just gonna make it seem like we're kind of dick writing again but like it, the song in a way feels like Kanye just like giving advice <laughs> on how to make it because like Kanye has faced so much adversity like he talks about like Michael when you black and you rich they send you a psycho cycle psycho it's a cycle like kind of recognizing how hard it is to make it as like a large influential black fi uh, figure but also just like the everyman just like the black community in general and like how it can feel like the world doesn't love you. It, it happens on like both ends. So he's talking to like both 5EO, the person who's trying to make it big and just like anybody else who's struggling. Uh, again, I, I like that contrast. I like that it, that the scope of this song is is bigger than it seems. Yeah, and the, the lines in question, it's that they act like they love you. They don't even like you. They throw a party, won't even invite you. I seen the same thing happen to Michael. When you black and you rich, they say in you psycho, it's like a cycle. And yeah, that's the the specific things, right? If you're following Yay, you know that that's getting into him not being invited to Chicago's birthday party and all the drama there. Yeah. But then also getting into this larger thing of you have a lot of fake people in this world and you do get ostracized. We saw what happened to Michael Jackson and you see that there are a lot of like black celebrities or black achievers that have this cycle of being loved universally and then being torn down 
in the media by the public and all of a sudden all the love is gone and what's left is like a, a path to tragedy yeah and that's one of the things that yay is like fighting really hard right now is clearing the way out from the path of tragedy that everybody wants him to walk yeah so it, it's it, that is cool like everything you're pointing out the song is so personal in so many ways like specifically talking about the Norse birthday party and the way SNL treats you um Chicago's birthday party or yeah Chicago um and then just on a broader scale like recognizing violence in the community and people who stand in your way it's it, it's got a nice contrast in that way too where you, you can see how it applies to the people speaking but also just on a broader scale to anybody who feels this way mm-hmm. um and then you get the the nice like i wanted to shout out like the opening lines like we went off the grid we ain't watched a throne we took it we went viral on them they looking so like you get a nice off the grid reference at the very beginning <laughs> then the watch the throne uh shout out in a way but to saying us. like we ain't yeah he's calling calling us out we ain't watch the throne like it, it's a diss right he's dissing us <laughs> well yeah but i consider that an honor yeah uh so we ain't watched the throne we took it like yeah we didn't sit around which kind of echoes what you were saying earlier about like favio kind of being this like prince figure and yay being the the king figure mm-hmm. right where favio is kind of establishing himself and yay's just like this is how we do it yeah so you have favio at the beginning saying uh now i'm the guy in charge and yay kind of in that parallel construction saying we took the throne like we're at the top and then we went viral on them they look in uh, we got viral at the beginning of off the grid as well and it's just something that favio says a lot uh there's even a song on his new album uh, called going viral Mm. (laughs) right um and then coming all the way back around to the very end of the verse where he's just like, Favi is viral and this is the Bible, which makes it even more fitting that this sh- shouldn't be on Donda 2 <laughs> as basic instructions before leaving Earth, of, aka Bible, is the title of Favio's album. Yeah, right. <laughs> but still probably wouldn't stop Kanye. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I guess it still gets like everybody paid, right? Having the song on two albums. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was the line I was going to point out? Oh, I mean, he does say, you got an album, postpone it, I dropped two, and they both go in. Does this confirm Donda 2? Like, you can't say that and then not release it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it seems to be saying, like, Donda 2 is a thing that's happening, and, like, they both go in. So I wonder if this was made with the idea that Donda 2 would already be out at that point and be successful though here we are march 3rd and donda 2 is kind of out it's still doing numbers and you also have Wan Ye kest who i kept calling wayne kest <laughs> he did uh you know charting for their fake version of donda 2 yeah i think they got as high as like 14 on the itunes hip-hop charts that's wild i did not know that yeah they were at least as high as like 21 the that must have gotten taken down right I think shortly after I made the video, <laughs> somebody commented that it was gone. Oh, I thought you were saying your video is what caused it to get taken down. I mean, I like to think so. <laughs> I do too. 
Wait, let me look. Wayne or Wanye. <laughs> oh my Let's god! Let's upload even... our own version. That's from the artist Wayne Kest. <laughs> Yo, you've heard about Wanye. Well, let's talk about Wayne. <laughs> so if you if you search Wanye Kest now, you get a bunch of songs from uh, Wanye Kest, but there's no Donda Two anymore. Uh, uh, and then at the very bottom, <laughs> under podcast episodes, there's Donda Two by Wanye. <laughs> no, I did write Wayne Kest at the beginning too. Oh yeah. What? Oh shoot, I meant to fix that. Whoops. So yeah, it's not fixed in the podcast episode. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> I could do that. Did you fix it on YouTube then? I did. I, I okay. assumed you wanted me to. Yeah, because I saw it after I saw the comments and I was like, oh well, I typed Wanye. Uh. So maybe I <laughs> maybe I understood. But no, you you swooped in like the guardian angel that you are. I saw it. I didn't even realize that you missed you uh, mistyped it at first. I, I saw a couple comments and I was like, oh, and then I, I realized it. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So do you have a favorite line from the song? Um, what is my favorite line from the song? Mm-hmm. I think I actually really like... Um, I'm going to turn your life to a meme. Let Justin LaBoy post it. <laughs> I just talking to Pete Davidson there. I, you know, I wondered, especially after the easy video came out, it's just like he really is like turning Pete's life into a into a meme. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but there's something so like self aware and funny about that. Like he knows what Justin LeBoy's reputation is, and it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna turn your life into a meme. Let Justin LeBoy post it. In some ways, that's like. (laughs) 21st century that's like one of the worst things you could do to someone is just turn them into a meme oh i hope it never happens to me hate to tell you this travis oh god um yeah i think my favorite line is probably i still i just love the whole mask thing with kanye so (laughs) i'm so focused throwing a mask no covid like i just think that's like i mean it's a great play on the like no like whatever insert after um, but it, it, it's it's funny that he's like talking about wearing a mask and he's not just doing it because of COVID like I'm putting on this mask for like my own reason like I'm staying focused I'm like kind of like removing my myself my name my ego in a way and just like I'm kind of a bare human being now like I'm focused I just like love the energy and connotations there absolutely absolutely and do you have a, a favorite Fabio line? Yeah, I was looking. I mean, the whole verse is great. Probably towards the end when he's saying like Millie Rock, Smoey, Dan, like Smoney Dan. What is it? Shmoney. <laughs> Shmoney. Duh. Shmoney. <laughs> I'm just like reading it instead of like hearing it. Woo walk. <laughs> uh, his whole, his flow there is fucking sick. The, the guy's talented. Yeah. As he gets into that, like, especially that change from like, the beginning that's more of that like off the grid flow to then like kind of breaking it down near the end and slowing it down yeah i think that transitions definitely my favorite like portion of the song yeah it's cool. um i just like the declaration like if you chill with the ops we is not vibing <laughs> it makes me think of the <laughs> referencing snl there's that kyle mooney sketch on snl where he pretends to be like baby yoda but uh-huh. just like 
a egomaniacal, like off screen <laughs> celebrity baby Yoda. So it'd be like if baby Yoda just was like, you know, he's like, yeah, I like to party. I like to like do all yeah. these things. He's like, I need to say like baby Groot, we are not friends. Like, I don't know you like that. <laughs> And just like him saying, we are not friends to baby Groot. Whenever I hear like, we is not vibing. I just think of (laughs) Kyle Mooney, baby Yoda saying, we're not friends. Yeah. So now when you think of Fivio, you think of baby Yoda. Yeah. Essentially, that's what I'm saying. I get it. Um, And then if I had the pick, this, this one's tougher for me. But my favorite line from Playboy Cardi is probably when he's like, what? (laughs) You know, I was going to ask favorite Alicia Keys line is kind of like the punchline, but you taking it to Playboy Cardi is like the better, the better punchline. Yeah. What's your favorite Alicia Keys line? Uh, Probably, oh God, I kind of really think about this one. I don't know. It's really hard for me to pick one. So I'm just going to say like everything she says is great. <laughs> okay. Please go easy on me. I guess ending with that, like that one's uh it's just a great ending like it's a real great cap and everything because her voice is buried in that outro and like very echoey and strange but then the final line is like fully clear and the piano's back like just like it is at the beginning it's a great moment yeah that last line really is just the build-up to it the delivery of it i do like too that cardi at the end is just like ad-libbing what the fuck (laughs) yeah yeah the part where Alicia Keys and Playboy Cardi are mixed. I think that's the is that the only time this happens on the song? I think it is. Which again gives those lines a lot more weight and can make them feel like more hopeless and intimidating. Um got the, the, as I like keep describing the song, it makes the song sound tragic and hopeless, but <laughs> I kind of like that those elements are all there because sometimes when something is more like that, like the more optimistic it ends up being at least like the when i start to think about it and what it's ultimately going for like just showing how hard life can be but that there is hope for something better like that's to me just pure optimism so that's how i keep reading the song nice that's a good way of reading the song travis (laughs) i gotta find something in this fucked up world man (laughs) hope a little ray of hope uh okay anything else no, look at that. A nice, short, condensed lyrical analysis. We got it. We're Keep finally it. becoming professionals. And we only spent 10 minutes of that talking about liftoff. It's a record. <laughs> I could keep going. <laughs> uh, someday, someday there's going to be a liftoff episode. And the last call is going to be, you're going to give, uh, te- you're going to be given 10 minutes of uninter- uninterrupted time to complain about liftoff. I can't wait. Man. Actually, I can because it's one of those things where like it'll feel good to talk about it but then you know i'll be so like angry yeah the whole time mm. it might be the last episode of watching the throne <laughs> we save it for then <laughs> that's how you know the show's ending when you see the liftoff episode appear yeah we're signing off i mean why have a countdown and then cut all it right, off and right. say we all need right. fuel everyone stay wavy eh, keep it loopy Tell 
This is the last call for alcohol for the So get your ass up off the wall. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.